Hi, and thanks for listening to the Beauty Revealed podcast produced by C-Squared Artistry, a brand for women multiplying character and confidence in their lives to reveal their true beauty. I'm your host, Candice Claiborne. Let's get ready to go deep. Everyone, today we have a very special guest joining us. She's a dear friend of mine. We've known each other for several years, and her name is Miss Jamie Terry. Jamie, welcome to today's podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. Um, I am so glad to have you on because you have really been very instrumental in um, encouraging this um new part of C-Squared Artistry through the podcast. And so thank you for everything that you have done and that you're continuing to doing do to support uh, this podcast and this brand. Um, today, I have you on the show because I know that you have had some very um, recent epiphanies regarding what it means to be the real you. And uh, you've also had some personal experiences that I think the listeners can really relate to. Um, and so why don't you start off by just tearing, sharing a little bit about yourself um, so we can kind of get to know you a little bit better. For sure. Um, so, wow, okay. So yeah, like Candace said, um, my name is Jamie Terry and I'm so excited to be um, just on the show. I love you so much and just I'm so proud of um, everything that C-Squared ha- has become and is becoming. So um, I'm 30 years old. I am originally from Hampton, Virginia, um, went to school in Washington, D.C. at Howard University, and I currently reside in the Phoenix, Arizona um, area. I am a licensed CPA, and so uh, I've, I've spent most of my career or a lot of my career working in public accounting and also uh, nonprofit and small business accounting. And to switch it up completely, now I am on staff. Um, at the church that we both attend, Valleygate Church, and I um, I do finance and operations. I'm the director of finance and operations for that church. So that's a little bit about me. Um, I guess another fun fact is uh, I love to cook and uh, and exercise. So Yes. Jamie is an amazing cook. She really should be calling herself a chef um, because she makes some amazing, amazing food. And I'm looking forward to what may come out of that new part of her life. Um, But yeah, I mean, as Jamie said, you know, she started out in um, finance and she got very far into her um, career there and was doing extremely well, very successful and really made a shift in her vocation. Um, Jamie, what does it mean for you now to be kind of the real you? What, how would you describe being the real you now as compared to what you were doing in life before this um, new juncture? So I think um, just the space that I am now, that, that was a huge career shift for me. Um, and I think, you know, in school, it's kind of all about when I was in college, you know, everything that you were doing was so that you can get a job. And then when you get a job, you know, everything that you do is so that you can get promoted. And right. so it's all about doing and doing and doing and, it, you know, get this degree or these degrees, get this promotion, get this certificate, get this, you know, whatever it was. And so the sum total of who you are, I could introduce myself as, you know, I'm Jamie Terry. I have a 
um, a bachelor's degree in accounting, an MBA in accounting, a CPA, and I work for such and such. And that was that was my identity. Um, and so fast forward to now where really being the real you now it has nothing to do with what I do because, quite honestly, um, you know, now switching gears to working for a church or even let's back up to planning a church. Right. I left everything in D.C., um, kind of this life that people could relate to and that was, you know, impressive depending on who I was talking to, to this completely different, unrelatable kind of, you did what? Like, you planted a church, you left D.C., and that really left me in a bit of a, I wouldn't even say identity crisis, but it forced me to realize that who I was had nothing to do with what I was actually doing. Um, And so I think for me right now, it's like, what does it mean to be the real you? It means to be, it means that I have to find my identity in something something other than what I do. Yeah, no, I can totally relate to that. I mean, you know, we knew each other from D.C. And so spending that time um, you know, you're oftentimes going to networking events, and the first thing mm-hmm. someone asks you, even if it's not a formal networking out activity or event, someone asks you, "What do you do?" You know, right. and and these days it's a little bit different. Yes, you do have a job and a vocation with working for a church, but it's not the type of career that um, maybe you originally saw yourself doing, or even you know how other people expect you to live now um so what were some are some of the struggles that you would say that you have experienced um with being the real you and transitioning from a uh, a focus on your activity and really a focus on the person that you're becoming um what are some of the challenges that you face throughout this transition oh man some of the challenges that i'm still facing um I think the biggest thing is, you know, there's so much that distracts us from paying attention to who we really are. Um, And so I think that, you know, some of the struggles have been just not putting on other labels. Like, even though I've kind of stripped myself, or I'll say God has stripped me of, you know, kind of these different titles and positions and things that I've had, it's like, you don't want to, nobody wants to be naked, you know, Mm -hmm. because if you're naked, you have to really figure out who you are apart from what you do. And so I've had to struggle. I think my biggest struggle has been keeping the labels off. We'll always find something to label ourselves with other than just who we are. And and, and who, who I define myself as, you know, is a child of God. And I'm really just having to explore that. It's so It's so tangible, but it's not. It's so much easier to define myself by what I do or to attach myself to you know, a company or an activity, a cause, whatever. So the struggle has been staying engaged, staying Mm -hmm. mindful of the labels that I put on myself, that society puts on myself, that anybody really puts on me, and really staying engaged in that place of, you know, I am a child of God, and I'm a new creation. I think there's belief that, you know, you struggle with unbelief, because I think that when we define ourselves by who we are and not what we do, there's there's doubt because yeah. I kind of I prove it, you know, like mm-hmm. I there's no tangible evidence. I have to believe that I am who God says that I am. And yeah. that's a tough, you know, that's a really challenging 
place to be. And so I think it's just been like the one challenge I would say is keeping the kind of man-made labels off because they, they're very easy to put on and then really staying engaged with, you know, kind of core belief of, you know, what does the word of God say? And, you know, how do I make that real for me? How do I, you know, continue to believe in the face of doubt? Because let's be real, we're all sinners. So sometimes I don't, I don't act like a new person. Um, I don't act like the real me that I know God has created me to be, but I still have to believe that that's who I am. Yeah, no, that's really good. I think you said something that was extremely key. Um, You know, being the real you and stripping yourself of some of the labels when it comes to careers or jobs or titles means to be naked. And even when it comes to, to our physical beauty, a lot of us, feel very uncomfortable being naked. Um, You know, I am a new mom. We have a one-year-old daughter. And yes, ladies, your body does change after you have a child. And of course, you can put in the work and you can get things, you know, right and tight again. But there are certain areas that just have a different shape and a different form. And so learning how to become more comfortable in my new body has definitely Um, been a little bit of a challenge for me, to be quite honest. And so when you are naked before God and you're naked before yourself, you have to begin to say, okay, what are the things about me that I may not be comfortable with? And what are the things that I maybe can work on and actually apply a plan and a strategy? And what are the things that, you know what, this is just something that I'm going to learn how to be confident with. Um, I'm going to look at, you know, the purpose by which God has designed me to be. Um, One of my favorite scriptures is out of Ephesians chapter two, verse 10. And it says that we are his workmanship. We are God's workmanship, meaning that he made us, he worked on us. He already did the work. So for us to oftentimes feel like we have to work things out on our own, um, figure things out on our own, you know, is really not necessary. He already designed us. And so he says we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. So he worked on us. He made us. And he not only made us for himself, but he made us for good works. Instead of us feeling like we have to do good works, he's made us for those good works, which means that we are actually um, created to be used by God um, for something that he's already designed. And another key part of the scripture, it says, for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we might walk in them. There are so many things that God has prepared for us a long time ago. He already prepared them for us so that we might walk in them. And oftentimes, and I know, Jamie, you can probably relate to this, where we are struggling so hard to work things out on our own. And we're worried and anxious that, you know, things aren't going to come together or we don't know what we're going to do. But having a faith in Christ is so um, is so comforting because we can walk into a new day knowing that God has already planned something out for us and we can walk with peace. And I realize that everyone listening to this podcast may not be a Christian. They may not even be a person of any kind of faith at all. But I want to encourage you as you're listening to really um, explore that side of life uh, because 
there is something about having a faith in God that will make you, you know, move across the country in order to <laughs> really figure that out. Wouldn't you say, Jamie? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So, you know, something else that I really want to expose are what are some of the myths that you would say um, people might be concerned about when it comes to be, being the real you? What are some things that people probably think uh, being the real you means that um, we can kind of mystify, get, get some of those myths out of the way, demystify those concerns? Um, I think I would say that a myth of being the real you means that it's going to be, it's, it's a, it's a one time, it's kind of a, mm -hmm. I won't say a one time decision, but maybe like it's something that you arrive at. Right. And, I, and I will definitely say that that is not, that's not true. Um, you know, what's the little hashtag now? It's a process. Like it's, you know, it's a process. <laughs> You're constantly evolving, learning, um, and you don't arrive. So it's a journey, and I think you have to go into it with that mindset um, because, you know, there isn't – yeah, it's just it's, – it's constantly evolving. It's an evolution. So I think that's one thing is that this is not like a one-time decision or, okay, I'm here and I'm done. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's, a, it's an ongoing process. So I think that's definitely a myth, I would say. Because, I mean, let's be honest, you're in this current space of vocation, and it has brought you to a place of um, really beginning to understand yourself a little bit more, understand what God has designed you to do and a way for you to contribute um, to this community and to your Christian faith. But you may not be doing what you're doing right now within the next five years. And right. a lot of times, I know for me, I am not an early adopter, nor am I very, um, you know, inspired to change. <laughs> I, I love spontaneity, which is interesting. Um, I love the idea of like doing something fun and exciting. But when it comes to major life choices, it's really hard for me to transition. And what I've come to learn over the last eight years of being married to my amazing husband, Tommy, which Jamie works alongside with him and knows he is a man of strategy and vision, is that it's okay to have changes as long as you are um, aware that they're going to be changes and a little bit of a strategy and have an idea of where you might want to go next, um, even if you don't know how it's all going to play out. You know, there are plenty of other areas um, in the lifestyle business and brands and things like that, companies that we desire to start. And I know that now. And so instead of me feeling a weight or a burden of how am I going to do all of these things at once, or I only have to, I can only choose one thing. Um, you know, we live in an age right now where it's not like uh, our parents' time where, you know, both of us were in our 30s. It's not like our mm -hmm. parents or your grandparents during those times where it was like you picked a job and that's what you did for 20 years and you waited for your pension and you retired and and right. that was life as you know it. We are so fortunate right now um, that we have an opportunity to evolve and to change. And I believe that God is able to use us and to use the culture that we're in um, for his benefit and for his glory. So walking into this 
this space of becoming the real you does mean that you're going to change. It doesn't mean that you've arrived because there's going to be something else that you're going to learn about yourself that you did not realize, you know, five years ago. Um, there's going to be a new part of your journey that you maybe didn't expect that might even surprise you. Um, and that's a part we talked about. Jamie and I, we talked about this. Um, maybe I guess it was when we first moved to Phoenix about allowing the Lord to surprise us, you know, yeah. um, really yeah. being open to the possibilities. Um, I remember exactly where we were when we were talking about it. I won't mention where we were because um, <laughs> I don't want to uh, promote any particular brands, but um, <laughs> without their permission. But, uh, you know, I remember where we were and just talking about, Lord, I want to be surprised by you. I want to live yeah. a life that says, have your way, like for real, have your way, not just a cliche Christianese kind of like, this is what, you know, people say you should do, but really surprise me because my faith sometimes is weak and is, I don't know if it's possible. You know, right. I, I posted this on our Instagram and if you guys are not following the C squared art Instagram page, please go and do that after listening to this podcast, because there's some really great um, messages and inspiration on there uh, that I think you would really enjoy. But I posted a quote by Jim Rohn, who is a phenomenal motivational speaker. And he says, you know, the first thing to believe is that it's possible. And then the next thing is to believe that it's possible for you. And a lot of times we limit ourselves and we limit um, the move of God in our lives because we don't even believe that it's possible for us. We can look at other people and we can see how they're living life. Jamie and I used to be talking about people on Instagram and other people who were traveling and <laughs> you know, using all these hashtags about what they were doing. And I looked at that like, oh, that can't be me. Uh, you know, that's great for them, but not me. And little did I know, you know, a year after having that conversation, my husband and I and our daughter, we were able to travel internationally. Um, and we did it with, with work and discipline and budgeting and all these other factors. You know, there are some real things that go into um, becoming the real you. It's not just an overnight moment. And it's not just a point of arrival, like Jamie said, but um, but it is possible. If you believe that it's possible, then believe that it's possible for you um, and know that God has already planned it out. He's already done things in advance for you. So, Jamie, to wrap us up for this particular podcast, and we're definitely going to have you back on again because there are so many other things that you are becoming that I definitely want our listeners and followers to hear from. But if there was one word of advice that you could share to your with your younger self <laughs> regarding this mantra of be the real you, what would you say to her? What would you say to that younger Jamie Terry? Oh, that's a good <laughs> question. One piece mm -hmm. of advice. Um, I would say- Because you were, you were, you know, you were kind of on the track that a lot of people are typically on, you know, with how they're going to plan out their life. And you're a researcher, you like resources, you like to kind of know how things are going to go. So what would you say to your younger self? So I would say, this is what I would tell them. I would say, find and own your magic. Yeah. And the reason, so I have a vision board, and I told you about this a, a, a ton of times. I have a vision board that I made a few years ago. And God has just 
it was at the time that I made it, I just grabbed things that kind of stood out to me, but he's just given me words of encouragement, scriptures mm-hmm. that kind of tied to what's on there. And one thing on my board is find your magic. And when I think about just maturation and we, we spend our lives trying to fit in, we spend our lives tr- like giving away the, or ignoring what God has given us, the special, individualized, unique, you know, you and Tommy always talk about um, your custom calling. Like yes. God made us with intention, with purpose. He designed us specifically, like you said, for those good works that he designed and purposed in advance. And so I would say that he, like life is about finding your magic. It's about mm-hmm. finding who you are so that you can mine out those gifts so that you can develop those gifts and so that they can be expressed in the earth because you have a purpose and like God's, you know, his glory, his greater purpose for the earth and his divine plan won't happen without you. Like there's nobody else that can do what he created you to do. And if I would have known to spend my life finding my magic, like that's one thing I would tell myself, find your magic, find and own it because it's yours. There's nobody else like you. That's awesome. I love that. Jamie, I'm so excited that you um, are on today's podcast. I hope everyone listening has taken away something, at least one thing that they can walk away with to say, you know what, I am going to make sure that I do all that I can to seek God and to find out who I really am because identity is crucial. Your identity is very important in how you make your choices and how you live your life. And who you are is who you are. And God has designed each and every one of us to be something very special. But many times we're living life with a limited perspective because we fail to read the manual of, you know, the manufacturer that has given us a manual to read and to seek out, to find out what we're really capable of. We're we're used to just plugging plugging ourselves in and pressing the power button, but not realizing that we have so many other features and speeds and techniques that we're capable of doing. So um, I hope that and pray that each and every one of you have been tremendously inspired and blessed by listening to today's podcast. You guys, I'm excited to announce that we are having a, um, an awesome sale on our c2artistry.com website. We have an apparel line, and so we have some shirts that say, Be the Real You. So if you are a person that is saying, you know, I know that I am being developed into the real me, or at least I'm taking that step today and I want to make sure that I share that message and wear it proudly, like she said, owning your magic, then please make sure to visit the cscordartistry.com website so you can get your shirt um, and be sure to visit that website for some more awesome resources and tools to help you on this journey. Um, And as always, feel free to email me, Candace, at C-A-N-D-A-C-E at cscordartistry.com or follow us on Instagram at cscordart with your questions, on your concerns. You can always DM me. Um, I am more than willing to chat with you and to help you in this part of life. So without any further ado, you guys have a great day. And thank you so much for listening to the C-Squared Artistry Podcast. Bye-bye.